0: we're gonna be reviewing black panther wakanda forever this is the sequel to the phenomenon uh of the first black panther movie which came out in 2018 uh huge success billion dollar movie um you know everybody was hyped for the movie best picture nominee best picture nominee along <laughs> with uh Oscar winner uh Oscar uh winner of costume design it, it won also an Oscar for um and everything mm-hmm. like that. I think and also best
1: original score for Ludwig mm-hmm. Göransson.
0: Uh yeah, best original score for Ludwig Göransson who comes back um in this sequel um and by the way, I will say the score for this movie is just as good um as well. Yes. Um yes. absolutely a banger absolutely enjoyed the music and score of this movie like i did the first one um so in this sequel obviously uh due to you know tragic tragic events that most people know uh chadwick boseman who was the star of the first black panther movie he was the titular character he was t'challa he was the black panther um passed away he passed away due to cancer um and it was kind of shocked everybody came out of nowhere um he really didn't disclose that information that he was sick to anyone And um, they did have a script um, that was finished before he died. Uh, I don't know if he had it. I don't think he got a chance to read it before he died. Uh, But after his death... Of course, they had to kind of restructure it, rewrite it around characters uh, to kind of make it fit um, uh, with due to his passing. Um, And there's been a lot of discussion whether or not they should have recasted T'Challa and everything like that. That's kind of been a big movement behind it. Uh, But um, you do have this film that is dealing with the aftermath of his death uh, because he they have killed his character off in the MCU as well, T'Challa after Chadwick Boseman did pass away. Um and they address that right away. It's the beginning of the movie. Um, you know, it's not they don't work your way, you know, they don't work try to work people into it. It's just straight off the bat, they, they they have the scene where they talk about T'Challa uh has died. And they are kind of vague about it. They just say he died of an illness. Um so it's kind of very vague and everything like
1: that. Um so a lot of this movie um, yeah, that's a yeah, that's the thing in screenwriting, where you kind of have circumstances like this. You ca- characters tend to be pretty vague about the circumstances around the character or thus the actor's death. They just say it's an illness, which I think every time you mention T'Challa in the script, you can just swap out the name Chadwick and nothing changes. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So a lot Close of this... Uh, so a lot of this movie is dealing with that, dealing with these characters, um, you know, after his death and, and where they are now, particularly Shuri, uh, Queen Raimondo he's played by Angela Bassett, uh, who now is the new ruler of Wakanda after the death of T'Challa, um, and it's kind of dealing with a lot of that. Also, you have a new threat that is coming to Wakanda, particularly, uh, in the form of Namor uh, who is the mm-hmm. king and ruler of the Talakon, uh, uh, Talokians, um, as they are called. And they live in a underwater empire, uh, that is called Talakon. Uh, they share, you know, a lot of kind of, uh, similar similarities in their culture. Um, and they kind of have a new kind of threat in there when you have them. Um, so we're going to do some non-spoiler thoughts, uh, and a review first before we get into a little bit of a spoiler discussion. Uh, but we'll make sure to let you know when we're going to be doing spoilers, uh, because Mm -hmm. obviously this is a big (laughs) movie a lot of people want to see it we don't want to be assholes about it um and spoil the Mm -hmm. movie for people who haven't gotten a chance to see the film yet um and everything like that so you know make sure everybody gets a chance to give their thoughts give their piece uh, about the movie go around um and see what they thought about it i'll go last um about it so i'm gonna uh, pass it to somebody else i'm gonna pass it to nick nick uh give us your thoughts on wakanda forever here
1: so, uh, at least for the first act of this movie, I think you could switch out the Black Panther Wakanda Forever to Black Panther emotional damage, <laughs> because uh, because just the way this film opens, this very, like, heartfelt emotional to... damage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this um, very heartbreaking scene of Uh, of shuri trying to do her damnedest to save uh, t'challa which very much informs her entire character arc throughout this movie it's heartbreaking and Mm -hmm. and i i know like the whole like critic community they like to dog on marvel movies about being the same being very you know blockbuster heavy i think next to the original black panther This is probably one of the best screenplays of a Marvel film, period. Because it is so, so deeply character-driven. And everybody's motivation is, like, spelled out. And these actors are giving it their A-game. Angela Bassett, let's... It is a travesty that she has not won an Academy Award yet. But this is her fucking year. This is an amazing, outstanding performance. Every little. I
2: would agree that the bastard should have been Storm.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, I would it agree, would but
1: she would have been phenomenal. But I think we wouldn't have gotten this incredible performance as Queen Wa- Queen because oh. e- even when you know she's like playing tough for the UN, I I a friend of mine told me that that's a black bomb in the moment. That's like <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's mm. like you're trying to steal our vibranium. Okay, mm. try again.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> wow. But um yeah, going to uh, uh, Tino Chuerta as a as a Namor or a Khan. Oh my God, he is probably. I I think Marvel has kind of gone through a bit of a renaissance with their villain characters, especially throughout Phase three and four. They've developed them way better. They've been much more developed in these later movies than they have been in the past. And Namor, I think, is up there with antagonists. Because I think he is this just incredibly dynamic presence. There's this almost calm menace to him every time he is on screen. Where he is giving dialogue and... And you don't know where his mind is at. And like at one point he's in awe of Wakanda, but he's also has this undercurrent of step to me and I'm going to fuck you up.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and it, and even in, uh, and I think this is like one of the best portrayal castings of an actor because he balances that menace with that kind of benevolent ruler. That I think, wow, it's kind of amazing. I can't think of a single example where they fucked it up just this year of <laughs> having this kind of morally ambiguous, super powerful ruler. And you see his side and what he's going for, but you also understand where he's going a little too far.
3: Mm.
1: That definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't think of a single rock answer um, <laughs> about where that could have gone wrong. Uh. <laughs> Uh, uh Sebastian. Some of your thoughts. Yeah, so I
4: thought before I was, uh, watched this movie, I wasn't a big fan of the first movie. I thought I, I was kinda underwhelmed by it. I thought it kind of followed the Marvel formula a little too much, but rewatching it earlier, like literally an hour ago, I i was like, well, what is wrong with me? Like this movie's great. I like, love this movie, I love the characters, I love the performances. And even though it does have a little bit of the Marvel formula, it's still still great and even like the weaknesses of that movie are because mm-hmm. the former, for me, like, yeah, it follows a formal formula yeah this movie <laughs> it's like strip away the marble it, I, I don't see any almost except for people flying and people doing the other stuff i don't see any signs of like a marvel movie here at all it's, you know except for like the, the usual like action scenes and stuff like that but this movie is just great all around like uh, again the screenplay i agree with you nick is one of the best marvels ever done if it's probably in the top three up there for sure Performances are phenomenal. Everyone is great. Angela Bassett kills sitting in this movie. I mean, she came, she came
1: <laughs> to eat that fucking Oscar trophy. Yes,
4: yes. Some things I was like, oh shit. I'm genuinely scared. I'm like, please. I, I might even <laughs> in the room with her, I'm like, oh shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't do It's like, like
1: I, I, feel it. it she, whenever she gets authoritative, I feel like I need to get a switch. <laughs> <laughs> i was like
4: Shit, okay i'm sorry but she is great her character is great i do i love shuri's arc in this movie i love where she starts and her emotional like just like the complexity of like a, of where she's going on the journey and where she ends up later on it's fantastic i love the returning characters. as okoye i always loved her in, the, in every appearance and she's still great here um and yeah Namor, i i love this iteration I, i've never been a big fan of that character i always saw like all right he's aquaman but pissed off and that's, that's it.
1: he he's it like... <laughs> he's dude he is dickhead aquaman yeah that, but that's, not, that's what like, he douchebag aquaman but not jason momoa like fun douchebag aquaman no, he, he's just you know he's a dick he's <laughs> exactly. just a dick that is just a f- prancing around that like speedo bulge trying to fuck sue storm <laughs>
4: <laughs> right it's like i don't know that, that character I'm, I'm i was always interested in seeing like if he ever was mm-hmm. going to make a full feature appearance but here i love mm-hmm. how different they were with him i love the respect mm-hmm. they give to the, uh Mesoamerican culture i love how big percentage of this movie is it, it's in a different language it's not english you know it's like mm-hmm. it's african there's also like um i don't know if it's Incan or mine i don't know but, you know you can correct me in the time. Yeah,
1: right yeah, I think they but. said it was a uh, yeah because a third of it is spoken in a uh, Zosha, which is you know okay. a mix of a whole bunch of different African dialects. Uh, there's some uh, uh, Spanish, and I think they said it was a uh, Yucatan.
4: Yucatan. Okay. Okay. So it was mostly most times we we saw you know the, the, their culture. It's like it was in that language. I was surprised. Like, oh shit! They're actually picking it there. because you know they, they could always gone through the different route. Like oh, let's just. <laughs> English, but they actually speak in their language. i like, no, you're going to speak in their language, you're going to hear it. And you're going to, you got to do some reading, people. I'm sorry. If you don't like reading subtitles, you got to sit down and do your If, do if you don't, don't like reading.
1: reading subtitles, grow the fuck up.
4: Yeah, right. It yeah, has like an
2: authenticity to it.
4: Definitely, mm. definitely. So mm. I, I love that. And his character and Donut work does is also like phenomenal in this movie it's like god damn he has like the charisma but he can also be intimidating and i'm like oh shit like, mm-hmm. i don't want to fuck with this guy he looks like a cool guy i can hang out with and have dinner with but mm-hmm. i don't want to piss him off because he can snap <laughs> my neck and i'm, I'm
1: dead yeah but... i can hang i can hang i can hang with tato tuerta yeah i, can hang I out don't with... know what it's like there's some scenes where like the more like
3: oh my god he's, he looks
4: like pretty sweet you know he's pretty pretty nice but I don't know when it comes to other things I'm like don't don't piss him off which, he has reasons to be pissed off for sure but uh, mm-hmm. for this movie
1: and so, he uh, has reasons to be pissed off which I think tie back into a lot of the themes that were touched on in the first film about kind of the evils of uh, colonialism. And I think they're explored with much more depth here than they were in the previous film. And not to knock uh, the original Black Panther at all, but I think um, because we kind of get more of that villain perspective from his side.
4: Exactly. And for this movie, what I loved more than the first one, it was more areas of... There's a little bit of darkness in this movie too. I mean, none of mm. the first movie was not didn't have the seriousness and mm. darkness, but this one is like more on that
1: on that level. It was more emotional
4: yeah, driven, character yeah, driven. There, there are,
1: yeah, there are points with uh, with the early scenes of uh, the Talokan and how they're introduced mm. where it kind of borders on horror almost, mm-hmm. which I really love that Marvel is going more into the horror toolbox with this phase, especially with stuff like uh, Doctor Strange with uh, with Werewolf by Night.
4: Exactly, and this is really, I, I, although I, I don't like this phase four as much, there's a lot of mm. movies and shows I, I've just like been hit for me, but I, what I like about yeah, Marvel it... doing this phase is they're more <clears throat> confident in doing taking risks, like, hey, we're mm. going to do some more mm. brutal kills, we're going to do some horror stuff, We're going to do some things that are outside of the formula. We've been doing for more than a decade now. So uh,
1: that's what I have, Yeah, they have this long-established brand of trust with an audience that... And you've kind of gotten the first big phase out of the way with Thanos. So now we can do weird shit.
4: Yeah, and and this... I mean, I'll say it right now. This is the movie... Even though I, I... love now the first movie you have to rewatch right now this mm-hmm. is a movie where i felt like ryan Coogler was super confident in himself with this mm. the script writing because i know he wrote the script like co-wrote the script yeah the story and i felt this confidence in the direction and just everything he was like all right mm-hmm. this is my movie because the first one kind of felt more like a trial run it's more marvel's like all right we can <coughs> give you black panther but we'll see how it goes if it goes well mm-hmm. we can give you free yeah. the second movie and yeah this just felt more uh, like the way- movie.
1: Yeah, the way I feel about Black Panther is kind of the same way I feel about Shang-Chi. Because you have these two kind of indie directors with uh, both Ryan Coogler and uh, uh, Destin Daniel Creighton, where you kind of give them a project where the screenplay and the whole kind of Marvel formula, it doesn't really allow them to play into their strengths as filmmakers. Because Coogler is much more interested in like the human drama between characters and delving into a lot of the uh, social issues surrounding them. And uh, Creighton is very much in the same way, especially with something like Shang-Chi. And with this movie, I think Marvel took a look at him and said, you know what, you made us all of the money in the world and you got us a Best Picture nomination. Hands off, bro.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do, you're free to do whatever you want. I can, I felt <laughs> it in his in direction and rating, everything. Like, the performances yeah, with, like, yeah, so yeah, well where,
1: yeah, where the first Black Panther, had felt like a Marvel Studios movie directed by Ryan Coogler. Exactly. This felt like a, this felt like a Ryan Coogler movie that is, like, produced and mm-hmm. released by Marvel Studios.
4: Exactly, and I, I love them. I wish <laughs> Marvel, I, I think I'm doing it more now in this space for sure, They're like, giving creators more free reign do what they want. I mean, sometimes it'll go mm-hmm. off the rails, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy Two, when they give too much free reign. <laughs> At least for me, but uh, for uh, when Ryan Cooler was like,
1: yeah, yeah, I, ca- I kind of see, yeah, I kind of see that argument with something like Eternals, where I felt like they they mm-hmm. kind of needed to give Chloe Zhao a little bit more of a firm hand on the formula. But I say this as someone that actually kind of liked Eternals. I love that movie. But, I'm, moving
4: I'm
1: the on. I love
2: that movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love um, Eternals. But Yeah, this one I was like, just about to say, but... am I the only person who liked Eternals? <laughs>
4: no, I love them. I'm mean, in mean, the very small minority that I love Eternals. That was like, what are people talking
2: about? It oh, was a good movie. It yeah. did exactly
4: what it was supposed
1: to do. I, I like the movie, but moving on to another really good movie Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Case, <laughs> uh, okay, so what did you. Uh, no, but would, you want to yeah, jump in here, Case?
2: Of course, of course, of course. You know, I was trying to be that good kid in the back of the class. waiting my turn. But um, <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda Forever was a great movie. It was far superior to the first movie. Um, Brian Kluger, oh, my God, he his writing is so amazing. Like, the attention to mm. detail. Oh, I can't wait till we get to the spoiler part because it's like even yeah. the fight scenes. Like, the specific things they did for the fight scenes were so good. So oh, good.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah yeah and, and just yeah this because as much as i love the first black panther the cg towards the end even when they when they yeah. fixed it for the blu-ray and the disney plus release it still kind of looks like like playstation 4 graphics
4: yeah it, it was it's, the, the cgs in the movie is a little rough but this one is like Great! It's, they give him all the budget. And like, hey, you know what? You First fight, movie you cool. yeah, I see. I
1: see, I see why they took the VFX artist off of She-Hulk. Oh yeah. Yeah. good callback. Like, yeah,
4: like the like the, I like the the, the the cinematography of this movie. I was like, holy shit! Mm. Mean, god damn! Like the visual
2: everything on this movie was pretty good. Um, I don't think this movie really had any weak points. Action was fire. Storytelling was fire. It was just an amazing movie altogether. Mm. Okay. Um, um, I think for certain people, if they didn't understand the fact that like what just happened to Chatwick can kind of confuse mm-hmm. them on like why they chose to spend mm-hmm. so much focus on that. But yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. It, yeah. If anything, I think
1: you kind of have to know that that happened prior to walking into this movie because the first act of this, especially like the first twenty or so minutes of the movie is essentially a eulogy for Chadwick Boseman and especially like towards the very end of the film and, and more in the post credits that is this entire cast and this entire crew saying their goodbyes and paying respect to, to this icon of a human being. Yeah.
4: And it was so heartbroken. Like like the beginning, just like those first minutes, I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Yeah, You saw the
1: movie. I I saw (laughs) the movie with, yeah, because um, just like a quick thing for the Marvel Studios logo, they, you know, usual fanfare, they didn't do any of that this time. They just played a highlight reel of Chadwick in the MCU, and it was a moment of silence, which you could hear a pin drop in my theater. Oh yeah, no, it was. It was. Yeah. Dang, fuck, I was crying. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. So with this movie here, um, I also forgot to mention that you do have a kind of a foreign nations threat, um, with this movie as well. Not only just from the Tal- uh, Talokians, but also from the United Nations as well. Because if you, remember- of course, the great,
1: of course, the yeah, of course, the greatest enemy of um, you know, the white man, <laughs> white people um so you do have that uh
0: in here as well as because if you remember the end of the first black panther movie they were like hey listen we're Mm going to reveal ourselves to the world we're going to open up um and you know share our technology our knowledge uh in order to help other countries um and i've seen a complaint about this movie that it's just the same
1: movie over again it's the same kind of you know it's the same as the first movie okay tell me you okay tell me you don't watch movies without telling me (laughs) (laughs) uh what is is so similar on
0: and I disagree with that point because to hear people talk about it, it's like well it's dealing with the same issues and colonialism but I think the difference is like mm-hmm. if what you want a sequel to do is you want it to follow up with the first movie and the first movie ended with you know T'Challa mm-hmm. saying like hey we're going to reveal ourselves to the world you know taking the lessons from Kilmagan or to help other people um, and this is dealing mm-hmm. with some of the ramifications of that you know it's dealing with that even though mm-hmm. they are doing it they have yeah. these outreach centers um, they're doing their best to help these other countries uh, these other countries still they're still greedy. They still like, yeah, that's all cool and all, but what about yeah, other, that vibrania? Yeah
1: other, co- yeah, other, yeah, other countries are not as altruistic as uh, as T'Challa would have like liked to have believed, and, and especially because we're seeing this in the aftermath of everything that's happened in the universe, especially post blip. Because who knows what the fuck happened in the five years between uh, everyone coming back? Who knows how much of those outreach centers have been ravaged that. That Wakanda is like okay fuck trading vibra- training vibranium we're done with that now mm.
0: yeah Um. so you kind of do have that element in there so I think it does do a good job of following up with that um, and then in this movie also you have Namor who people have compared like oh well he's just another kind of killmonger type character and I disagree because um, yeah they kind of you. Mm. there's some similarities there but I think the difference is um, you really I mean this is how you do an anti-hero um, you know, Black Adam, as much as they were talking mm-hmm. about this movie, is about the anti hero.
1: Yeah, this is how you do this is how you do a morally complex and morally ambiguous figurehead uh, uh-huh. in an actual definition of an antihero where he is doing horrific things and want has horrific goals, but he has them with the noblest of intentions. Uh-huh. Yeah um
0: so i think this is how you do uh, this is how you write an anti-hero and give him some good motivation i think the difference is you know killmonger at the end of the day i mean even though he was prioritizing black people i mean he was very selfish and that was like kind of you know one of his hugest Mm -hmm. downfalls and he was just only motivated purely by revenge and purely by anger and and vengeance Mm -hmm. um and and you kind of saw that um and with Namor. You see with his people. You see where he's the leader of this, and you see, and, and basically, great job by the way of them showing the city of Talakon. And I like that they made oh, that yeah. change of not just making <laughs> James,
1: uh, Cameron, James Cameron eat your heart out. <laughs> um,
0: and I and I like how okay, they they just, they just didn't make it atlantis again i actually think that was a good decision like bringing all that Mesoamerican, aztec kind of culture in there um Mm -hmm. and you see the way that the people address and namor i mean he's all dripped out when you see him when he's talking to uh people and everything he's got his (laughs) His casual
1: his throne is a motherfucking megalodon's jaw and it's awesome. Yeah. I like when he's got his 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 headdress
0: on and his kind of royal outfit. Like he looks cool and you and you see kind of like I like how they show that these two countries kind of mirror each other. Um you know, they got their own version of their like Wakanda Forever, you know, where they say Rise Talokan, They got their own like Wakanda Forever salute where they do the Kamehameha, they like, they do kind of that, they got their own level. Oh, yeah, which is
1: yeah, which was which was not actually in the script. Uh um uh and uh the actress Who's uh, one of his generals? They came up with it on like one of the days that they were shooting. Oh, because they they saw how how much uh, how much uh, how much uh, Wakanda Forever and Black Panther how big of a cultural impact that movie had, and they wanted to give that to uh, the um, Latino community. So they said, you know, yeah, got the only Rise uh, Uh Telecom. yeah, Uh, great. Kasim,
0: what did you think about Namor and Talokan and everything like that? Get you a little bit here, Um, if you want to kind of come in and. uh, What did you think about Namor and Talokan?
2: Namor is perfect. It's funny that people gave complaints about it because you can tell people um, the difference between people who read the comics and people who don't. Ironically. T'Challa is more like Namor in this than he is like T'Challa in um, the actual movies. He's very much anything for Wakanda. Like, I will burn the world to protect Wakanda. So Namor having that kind of energy, and even though the way that his name is Namor up here instead of Namor, and the reason why it's Namor is just beautiful. Like, the way he's written is great. Um, The actor was great. My only issue, and it's not even a big issue. I just really wish they could have got him younger, oh. just like five to ten years younger, because he's a character I really could see, you know, being in um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a while. But mm. with the actor being already in his forties, if I'm not mistaken, you have about yeah. a, what ten year lifespan on him.
0: Mm. Okay,
2: oh.
4: interesting. What? Oh. I mean, for my issue, like it's I only
1: to, like, like yeah, uh, yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, my issue with like, like Talokan is like I felt. I mean, it's not an issue. It's more like something I'm, I'm just thinking because the negatives that I have are something I'm, I'm more of like I don't. Think, I need more time to think about this and see how I feel about it later. And one of those things is like for Telecom, I felt like I love how they showed the culture. I love how like the, the good references of like the Mesoamerican and all that stuff. But I felt like even though. I like, they, they, they're great and I felt like I knew the city but at the same time I felt like I didn't know the city I mm. felt like I needed more time with the people other than Namor I don't know who the people are there I'm like, I am like, I don't know who the general mm. guy is the other the woman I, I don't know anyone there it's Like, who are these people oh, I, have, I have no idea like, I think
1: a, 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 I think a lot of that is because this, this isn't a Namor film this isn't really the that's not really the focus of the film the whole idea of introducing the telecon and giving this them this kind of backstory is to you know do what any good screenplay does and have you see the antagonist point of view and i think more of that is going to get expounded on whenever we get uh more of namor in the mcu but for what uh purpose it served to give them uh give them their side of the story Mm -hmm. i thought it worked really well
4: That's true, that's true. I mean, I I was also thinking about that, like, I'm sure we're going to get more of his backstory in in
2: his (coughs) movie or show, whatever that will be.
4: I
3: think Um, we would have got more of of that backstory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: I think we would have got more of that backstory if it wasn't for the passion of Chadwick. I think there would have been more of a focus. We would have spent more time there. But because of the passion of Chadwick, you had to dedicate a lot more time to that to make sure it was done Mm -hmm. correctly. So
4: and they handle the the Chadwick stuff. I hand, I thought they handled it super well. On
2: that was one of the things I was kind mm-hmm. of apprehensive
4: about. Like, what is that it was, here? Is it yeah, gonna it's, be it's like Cash? Yeah, grab the thing?
1: entire yeah the entire announcement after after Chadwick's passing is like even like Josh and I on the show were talking about it. It was like, how the fuck are they going to pull this off? Uh-huh. Because even we kind of had those discussions of is like not recasting it, is releasing the film just kind of exploiting his memory. Uh-huh. And full stop, no.
4: Uh-huh.
1: No, yeah. none of that. We were wrong.
4: Um, no, no, they did great. And I also of those people that's like, I think they should have recasted him. But watching this movie now, I'm like... Yeah, nah, fuck fucked, that shit. Yeah, it would have been tough to recast them because... The chemistry would have been mm-hmm. different, you know. There's some history there with the actor and the past movies, and just to have a different actor just come out of nowhere in this movie, I don't know if it would have come out as well. I don't think so. And
1: also, you knocked it out of the park the first time casting him with Chadwick Boseman. You're not gonna like repeat that. No. Yeah. Um, Kaysim, you bring up a good point. You brought up, you know,
0: with the time in the movie and it's spending to dedicate to Chadwick. Um, how did you all feel about the runtime of the movie? This movie clocks in two hours and forty-one minutes, is one of the longer MCU
1: movies that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I- it's it's the uh, yeah I think it's the second longest next to Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And I didn't feel a second of the runtime. I I could have I could have <laughs> sat in that theater for like twenty more minutes. <laughs> I,
4: mean, I didn't feel anything. I was like I'm I'm here. I mean maybe the second yeah part yeah, part I a little, like, yeah
1: I'll I'll have. Yeah, I'll happily sit in the theater for three hours for Black Panther. Of course. Wet Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, maybe in the second act, some little bits, I felt the run down a little bit. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. let's just go. But then it came back. I'm
1: sorry, I actually
0: like, right, disagree. I'm
4: still here. So, but that yeah, no, I didn't was feel the at
0: all. You thought it was too long, there, Casey? The movie was long. Okay. Oh, really? No,
2: I'm not going to say I thought it was too long, but I'm, I definitely felt how long the movie was, right? Um, mm-hmm. I had time to get up, go to the bathroom real quick, run back, and actually not miss much.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The movie mm-hmm. long, but again, it had to be long because you had to take mm-hmm. time to dedicate and do things correctly when it came to the passenger chat with, but mm-hmm. then you still had to tell a compelling story and you had to kind of tell an origin story for another character trying to, you know, not hit the spoilers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even referring to Namor, somebody else kind of had their own new well, origin story. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. you can say
1: her. You can say and the person because <laughs> yeah, she yeah she's okay. in the trailer. It's a, can... a Dominic Thorne playing William Ironheart. No, well, no,
2: I'm not even. And... I, don't, I don't mean her. Yeah. Oh, mean her. I mean, okay. okay,
1: really? Uh, you see
2: what I mean? Oh, uh, okay, really, really okay. I, mean, I know what you're it. talking about. I think <laughs> what about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Really? Right? So mm-hmm. you have to tell that story, and you have mm-hmm. to make it connect in a way that it connects to the broader MCU while still mm-hmm. expanding the MCU. So like they had to do a lot in that movie, so I, I understand the long way, um, the long runtime. What,
4: what do you think about Ironheart? Though? What do you guys thought about her?
2: She fucking rules!
1: I cannot wait for her show, especially oh, man, off the strength I can't of this wait
4: too. I cannot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and just perfect casting of Dominique Thorne, who's incredible in uh, a lot of Barry Jenkins films, especially. I think uh, if Beale Street can talk. Mm. She perfectly captures that like wide-eyed spirit, and I, I kind of feel like listening to a lot of Ryan Coogler interviews. A lot of how she's written in this film is basically him, mm. Mm. and well, she's like a source a of a lot. Yeah, theory. she's the source of a lot of the levity in this movie because okay. she has some of the lines where yeah I was chuckling in spite of how emotionally scarred I am.
4: She's probably the only character that does some humor because everyone else is like mm-hmm. serious and not not, not like, uh, anything negative about it i actually prefer to more mm-hmm. joy, but yeah. she is the only one that's like actually cracking a smile sometimes like, oh yeah. shit very cool in here. some uh, but yeah i i liked her i liked her what, what do you thought uh,
0: josh um well i thought she, a lot of her role was taking the place of shuri who shuri she's going through a lot of emotional trauma mm-hmm. uh, you know obviously mm-hmm. through this film so i think a lot of it was she was the new young bright mm-hmm spirit you know highly intelligent um woman that they have in this movie uh that kind of kind of filled that role okay. a little bit more um i will say yeah. though i i do think with rewe williams i think a lot of stuff with her um, is very much like i feel like that was such a marvel insert you know what i mean of like listen we need to build mm. up excitement and enthusiasm for her disney plus show let's fit her in here um because mm-hmm. we got we got to yeah. build that enthusiasm for the disney plus show um i like the actress i, I like sure. the character um but i do think that felt a little like a definitely you know marvel notes sure. of like listen we got to add this character in yeah. here because we got to build True. this up
1: yeah for <laughs> for me For me, I I kind of felt that, but then I kind of, but then I was like going through in my head, if I didn't know that an Ironheart show was coming prior to seeing the movie, would I have felt differently about that? And honestly, yeah, I I thought uh, she kind of fits really well into this film, especially because we have a character in Shuri who is going through much through so much emotional turmoil off the death of uh, her brother and, you know, the events that happened in the rest of the film, I felt like she kind of needed a reflection of herself in in someone like Riri mm. to remind her of that bright-eyed youth and innocence prior to the events of this film. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I
4: I, yeah, I I see what you're saying, Josh. Because I also did feel it, like, it felt like a more of like a Marvel decision instead of like a Ryan Cougar decision. Yeah, you need re in there. Alright, sure, we'll put her in there. And I and, and it felt like that. I was like, alright, sometimes she just has to be there because it's an obligation. She has to be there. So I didn't feel her as like a like an actual like central like part of the, the cast. It just felt like she just has to be there. But still, I liked her. But she's I still have any more time with her to see like how I think of mm-hmm. her like, as like overall.
1: So Yeah, I for a plot, yeah, for a pl- <laughs> yeah, for a plot device insert Ryan Coogler and Dominique Thorne did the absolute best they.
4: Did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was not anything like bad at all. just yeah. just like I I, I want to see more from her. See so like to give my like, overall thoughts on. The
0: character. Yeah, yeah. I, it's For not a problem yeah. with the actress or the character. Um, I think they're good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's just yeah. I think in this movie, just like we, we already have a, like case of mention, you already got a good long runtime, and I think with a lot of that mm-hmm. runtime, it's like you know you do have characters that I feel that I get kind of the short end of the stick. Um, and. You know, mentioning, you know, talking about like this movie having such a strong uh, female presence with a lot of the uh, w- uh, Wakandans in it. You have Okoye, you have Shuri, you have Queen Ramonda. uh oh. All knock it out of the park. I think they all do a wonderful job. And I'm mm-hmm. not one of these weirdo dudes who's like, this movie is black female feminism and it's stripping male, you know, I'm not one of those fucking... M.C.U. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not one of those weirdos at all. But I do think when you do have, you know... With the T'Challa character, who was such a, a important character for a lot of for a lot of black males, you you did you know kind of miss a little bit of that black male presence um, mm. in the movie, and I think you know you have Winston Duke and Baku, who's kind of the only other black male you know that that's prominent in this movie um Mm -hmm. you know it should it does feel like he kind of gets a short end of the stick here and maybe you could have given a little bit of that time that you know setting up riri Mm -hmm. williams um and especially the stuff with martin freeman who makes return as Everett ross here oh um i feel like you could have maybe given some of that time to to him
1: martin freeman yeah martin freeman's invited to the cookout as far as i'm (laughs) concerned (laughs) Uh, oh yeah,
0: he's, he's great. I love him. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: Kasem. How did you feel about
0: that? How did you feel about? Do you feel like kind of that's similar? What would
2: you give like, the time to though? Uh, what you say? the. We say time from grieving. what would you give the time to?
0: Uh, well like i said i, th- I think you know you've given that a little bit more time to winston duke as Mbaku. i think you could have given him because he comes in and he's great in the moments he comes in he gets some funny lines um but i think you could have just t- to really give him some more time to be because to be more of a counsel to shuri uh to be more of a mm-hmm. presence in the movie um do you kind of agree with me there casell i see what you mean my only issue
2: is if you put any more focus or time on him, then he's not really going to appear as much as counsel. It's going to put him too much in the like, forefront. Mm. Your council should always stay kind of behind you, or we're going to have like an Eve Makusko situation. Imprisoned <laughs> New for those who didn't catch the reference. <laughs> okay. But um, I think Riri was super important for what you said earlier. She was basically the Shuri of this movie. She was the fun, the energy, the relief, but also good. Like you rooted for Ruby in her moments of shine, and you were just kind of like, "Yeah, go get him," type energy. Um, I love the character. I think Dominique Thorne did great. I think she did the perfect thing, was which was drop interest for her show. Um, I think they used her as a white oh, not wife, but. As a way to connect this movie to the broader MCU without having to bring in, you know, a whole bunch of other people or affect or show how it's gonna affect other like heroes and stuff. Mm. But still keeping it basically a Wakanda movie just like they did the first one.
0: Hmm. And with Everett Ross, Martin Freeman's character, do you feel like they could have taken some of his time and given it to some other characters?
2: or no just because they use they also use his ah wait Mm. yeah yeah no because (laughs) they use him to connect with someone else who's going to be very important or for what the mcu plans on doing after king Mm -hmm. Mm. so that's the only reason they can um take away from his time
0: Mm. okay
4: i thought Everett ross is was pretty well mm. served
2: here I thought mm.
4: I, I didn't feel like they forced him in anywhere I thought like you know what I I, I would have liked to see him more but you know what I, I liked it for what I saw I, I didn't think it was like anything negative mm. I, I loved him here yeah and as for uh, M'Baku yeah I also felt like I felt your criticism on that too I it was almost like oh, where is he where's he up to and he does mm. show out like almost like what like after like the second half of the movie he shows comes back again mm. um but I do like his role as a council role to
1: Shuru, which
3: I'm sure we'll see
1: yeah. later, which I'm yeah. excited I, for that. Yeah, I love their dynamic throughout this because I feel like, uh, you know, it, between Black Panther and Infinity War, we kind of got the sense that, that T'Challa and M'Baku developed this kind of, like, brotherly friendship. And yeah. I see a lot of M'Baku just trying to take on that like, big brother role for sure, which you know, kind of they broke my heart. again. <laughs> mm. yeah. Speaking of like the screen time stuff, you,
4: you guys were annoyed about Lupita not being this much in the movie.
0: Um, speaking of Lupita, and I agree that you bring that up, Sebastian. Um, I thought they did a good job with her, um, you know, and what kind of they mm-hmm. did. Her kind of journey kind of makes sense. Um, and mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of this movie does feel like. Therapy for a lot of these characters or, or actors, kind of going through after Chadwick's passing, because each have a moment to really talk about him. You know, you know all the real prominent mm-hmm. figures. You know, you have, you know, sure, you have Okoye, you have, you know, uh, Lupita uh, uh, Nakia. Um, there's even a scene where it's just, you know, Okoye and Nakia just talking, just sitting down, just talking. You know what I mean mm-hmm. about how much they miss. You know, uh, uh, ch- and, you know T'Challa. And yeah,
1: and it's yeah, and it's one of the most emotionally powerful. You know, um, and this is like kind of a spoiler, but not really. Uh, Nakia stuck around during the blip because uh, mm-hmm. she didn't dust. So having that like emotional turmoil of having you know your lover vanish for five years and then get them back only to have them succumb to this disease—it's it, mm-hmm. horrific. And her journey throughout the film is entirely informed by that, and it's one of the. A, one of the better emotional beats in the film mm, definitely
0: yeah uh i I did enjoy that. like I said, I mean, you will go through an emotional roller coaster um of this in this movie with a lot of kind of different things going on, i mean strong opening, strong ending, um, um and you know some of the weaknesses I had, Sebastian mentioned it um. Towards the end, it does the kind of, I think, the typical MCU Marvel thing that it does. I mentioned it before, the two mm-hmm. big armies that that fight each other. They have that in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the difference for me here is that I actually care about both sides. You know, I actually care kind of about yeah. both mm-hmm. sides. And I actually don't want to see, you know, anybody kind of lose their life here. Um, I think that's kind of the key difference. And it does have some moments where people are in certain costumes. And you'll see it in the movie that look a little power rangery it looks a little you know what i mean kind of uh, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <It's, laughs> but I, I i didn't it just it was so bright and so it just kind of was just like it looks a little it looks a little super super comic bookish but uh that that's kind of one thing too i was kind of like eh not too sure about that but i i think this action like oh, case I don't, is- oh i
1: don't oh i don't know if you missed the logo at the start of the movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it just it just didn't. You're it it just kind of to being too comic bookish. It just looked a little out of place to me, and kind of where everything else kind of. Okay. I don't it, know. Even though you did have blue people, you know what I mean, kind of pop up. I just kind of it was just kind of a <laughs> little just so.
1: And he doesn't want us to compare it to Avatar. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um,
4: I mean, I can see what you what you're saying on that, but I, I didn't feel I didn't feel that that aspect of like oh my god this is like the the formal formula again I actually. I don't. I love mm. that, that battle there. It wasn't even that too long. It wasn't like it took a whole chunk of the movie. It was like it's happening right mm-hmm. now, and then we have more yeah, movies to you know, to talk to do. And, yeah, like
1: yeah. That. It kind of goes back, and it kind of goes back into what I was saying. Where Black Panther, the first one, was a Marvel film directed by Ryan Coogler. This is a Ryan Coogler film direct, produced by Marvel. Yeah, it, yeah. and I think. Because of that, you see both sides of the actual like third act big Marvel battle. And even though you know one side is like a little out of pocket, you don't want to see them get too fucked up.
0: Yeah. Um, so we got Aww. Astrid. Astrid has joined us. Um, Hello. How's, Hey, how's it going, Astrid? Um, I want to get your opinion, Astrid. Um, you know, you being a black woman, um this being a very much a black, f- you know, female focused type film. Um what did you think about that in this?
5: Yeah, I really liked it. Thank you guys for having me. Sorry it took a minute. Um it was Welcome. really cool. Like especially the parts with Riri and everything. There were some of the what are the like Wakandan the warriors, what are they called? Do you remember?
1: Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje.
5: Okay, no spoilers. But some of the like women that were casted in that are also like really impactful in the community. Like, there's someone I think her name's like Michaela Cole or something. She yes. played one mm. of the yeah her yeah Mac-
1: yeah Ma- yeah Michaela Cole who was the like criminally not nominated for I Made a Story you
5: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also had a show called Chewing Gum that was like her first. So it was ridiculous. It's funny, but um yeah, it was just it was dope that like we talked about this yesterday. It didn't feel forced mm. <clears throat> It felt really authentic and i was actually nervous about sherry like carrying the whole movie um mm. not that she's not evil, but like had like, such big shoes to fill and i think she did a great job and it, it didn't feel pandering um it didn't feel fake and like i think that comes from mm. the direction so it was dope it was really cool nice
1: um yeah, <laughs> yeah for me i i w- even i was a little concerned about Leticia Wright having a those shoes because, you know, especially over the last couple of years, she was really out of pocket talking about mm. you know anti-vax and like, uh, uh, corona is a hoax and all of that nonsense.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> but goddamn, she kind of ate in this movie.
0: Hell
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Great. She, she exactly. does a great job uh, stepping into the shoe, and, and some of this, it's hard to do. I mean, obviously, um, you know, given all the things. And this movie had a rough production because it was, you know, multiple people of the cast got COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, she even got hurt on set that delayed production of it. So that, you mm-hmm. know, so it, it had numerous uh, different and issues.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Of course, Chadwick passing. Of course, uh, Ryan Kugler getting uh, a, like, bad police call in Atlanta during production of this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it was actually. Oh,
0: go ahead. a
5: bank, like yeah, like a few years ago or something. not mm. like arrested because they like were racially profiling him and they didn't know who he
0: was. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I, you know, actually, I kind of I kind of blame him. He should have did the Wakanda Forever salute. He should have did that. That would have that would have kind of <laughs> got him in there. You know, I, so that's kind of, he kind of messed up. He fumbled the bag there, I think. He fumbled, should have
1: yeah. should, should, wore something, like, Wakanda related. He should have wore a cap
0: that said, I directed Black Panther on it. He should have wore a
1: cap. Right. That said that. Should He should just have that on his business card. It's like director of Black Panther. Yeah. Um... <laughs> You, you bring up a good point, Ashton. You bring up Michaela Cole,
0: who's in this movie. Um, she's one of the new members of the Dora Milaje that you see. Um, and with this movie, mm-hmm. it, you know, her and Shuri kind of are both characters that deal with balancing the tradition and the past with kind of coming into the new age, you know? Like, you know, very mm. much sure it's like, you know, rejecting much of the ancestor, rejecting much of that tradition because it's like, listen, I know mm. science. I know, you know, this is what I know. I know technology. And how do I, you know, kind of balance everything mm. like that? Um, I will say with the Michaela Cole character, she, she's not in, again, this is a long movie and you got a lot of different characters. Mm. You're not going to see a whole lot of her. Um, and they do kind of throw in some... I think, weak representation there, as far as with the LGBT. Uh, uh, enough to get abandoned China. Uh, yeah. Possibly. Um, so I thought that was a little yeah, weak. Yeah, it's abandoned China. Um, and everything like that. They kind of just, I think they just
1: throw that <laughs> yeah, in there. Even, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, my my dad is hella conservative and that fucking triggered it. <laughs> it's really? Like, it's like three seconds of representation and it's like, I wish I didn't have to force this into Cooper Uh, didn't i just have to roll my eyes because i live in his house
0: (laughs) uh did you feel that way astrid about it did you thought that was a little kind of just thrown in there with no real concern or anything
5: um i think like when it comes like queer people in movies there's coding and things and i'm not gonna lie that one partner that she had i don't know the actor's name or the name of the movie i mean if i had to guess definitely be like she's gay like just like she it was the way the the makeup is and her demeanor like I know that might sound kind of weird but it's if you kind of she gives very much like Rocky Horror Show vibes and like Mm -hmm. not like yeah I can negative way like I'm just not surprised that that's that character Mm -hmm. gay. um I
1: can I can can, yeah I can kind of see that coding we did Falcon and the Winter Soldier she was Io yeah, she was, like, one of the ones that was helping out Bucky get deprogrammed from the Winter Soldier.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think
5: anything, like, he was going to kind of feel like it's kind of just randomly thrown in at times. I don't think Disney has figured out a way to not make it feel like that yet. Maybe Eternals was, like, one. But um, I don't think that they give the relationship enough time. I think if you show, a like, a mm. gay kiss, no matter what, it's going to feel kind of like in your face. Because every other relationship in the movie had time to like be built in. Often, but that one like though, that. kind
1: of. Mm. But that's all. Also... Earth... <laughs> yeah, that but that's doesn't... also, I think of. I think it's mostly a victim of. This is a like almost pushing three-hour movie, and it has so much thematically to tackle that you kind of don't really have time to you know, like ha- stop the movie in order to have this kind of representation. But what they do, I think it works fine.
2: Hmm. I and feel I... for do you not think that was intentional, though? Like, every... I feel like, um, especially when it comes to the LGP, LG... BTQ. BTQ <laughs> community, we to, those moments all stand out. But, like, a regular relationship or a heterosexual relationship, mm. you have a moment where, you know, the partners are just saying, oh, hey, I love you, and we're like, okay, they're in a... You know, they're a couple, they're together. Mm. And we just, so I feel like they deserve that same moment. They can just say, like, "Yeah." Oh, <laughs> Love can continue on. It doesn't have to be a yeah, big that, state yeah, yeah that. That's
1: pretty much where I'm at with this. It's like every time someone's like really up and armed about like a scene of LGBTQ representation, I just kind of think: Would you feel exactly the same way if it was like between like different heter? If it was like a hetero relationship, would you like? Would a single bit of your argument change? No. Then shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs)
5: No, I don't
0: think so. Um, all right. I'm gonna go around one more time for final thoughts. I'm gonna give rating for it, and we're going to get into a little bit of a spoiler discussion. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, for me, um. I like this movie better than the first one. Um, I'm not big on the first mm. Black Panther. Maybe like some people are. Some people think it's top ten, top five MCU movie. Uh, mm. Not for me. Uh, but I did like this better. I think it's almost an improvement in every way over the uh, first movie. Um, you know, powerful performance from Angela Bassett as Queen Ramonda. Um, I think she does. It. I mean, she's she putting a foot in it. Uh, I mean, really, she really is. Uh, I haven't seen Angela Bassett be this good probably since What's Love Got to Do With It, probably. Um, and um, <laughs> wow. I, I think she's really living it. Uh, Letitia Wright steps into the shoes greatly, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in, in this kind of kind of more leading role here. Uh, and I think she does a wonderful job. I mean, you know, when, when characters are really crying, I mean, this is probably the most emotional MC movie you're going to get because you can't replicate this. You can't replicate, you know what I mean? A main actor <clears> like <throat> Chadwick Boseman dying, and then having a, a, a moment like this—you, you really can't. Um, so I, I did enjoy that a lot. Um, you know, Namor in this movie, uh, Talo Khan, the Telokians—great stuff with them. Uh, loved the Empire that they showed. Loved when they shot that. Loved how it looked. Um, loved everything about that stuff. Um, I think th- just some of the weak parts um, I stated. Um, some of the stuff with Martin Freeman uh, coming in, Everett Ross—you um, know—that felt like a Marvel kind of insert type thing of like, Hey, we need to have this to build Mm -hmm. up like Kasem said to the broader MCU and everything. And we need to do that. Um, you know, again, I felt kind of weak. Uh, you know, you could have, you know, I would have kind of wanted that time to be more given to some other Wakandans or maybe Talokians or anything like that. Um, Same thing with kind of Riri Williams. I felt like a little bit that was a Marvel kind of insert type thing. Uh, Not to say she was bad. I just think that that just felt like, hey, we got to build it up for the Disney Plus series. Um, I think that the third act of this movie is better than the third act of the last movie. I think the action is better. The the, the effects look a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Even though there are some scenes where characters are standing and you can clearly see like they're standing in front of a green screen. It's pretty obvious they're standing in front of a green screen. But I, I still did enjoy the action of it um, and I enjoy you know what I mean kind of the, the, I feel the conflict there and I feel the conflict that the you know Wakandas have that it's kind of like us uh, you know kind of like the Wakandas against everybody and I, I kind of like that uh, uh, aspect in the movie how they kind of brought that in there um yeah, so for me, I would give it a very strong tune in. I think it's a very strong tune in for me mm. um, I'm gonna toss it to Kasum and Astrid to give their final thoughts and rating for wakanda forever what did you guys think
5: yeah i really liked it um the cinematography was really dope i think the Mm. first but there was like more about the event than it was about the actual Mm. movie and that's okay Mm. too but this like actually was really fun to watch and i love that it Highlighted like the stunt performers because um they make the movie exciting. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty much what you said, I agree with. Um, so what's the like rating system? It's tune in or tune out.
0: Um, so we have this is cinema. That's the highest rating you can give something. We have
1: tune in. Yeah, that that's essentially like a yeah. Like this is cinema is essentially like a ten out of ten. Uh, this is cinema is like eight to nine. And uh, I I I wrote down the thing because like, even though I can't barely keep it straight sometime Uh, (laughs) and then there's tune in you can go like low strong tune
0: in that's kind of like a six or seven or high kind of eight um then we have a stream it
1: not not not,
0: mm -hmm.
1: yeah stream it then uh tune out yeah skip it burn it and waste a fucking film yeah
5: okay Okay, I i would definitely i'm gonna go this might not be controversial, but I'm going to say this is cinema and only because coming mm-hmm. off of the pandemic, I think what mm. the movie does in theme, I think we really all can relate to, unfortunately, on some level. And so, mm. I, I do think that's really high, but I think it's for the reason that like when it was dead quiet in the movie theater, I think it was quiet for Chadwick, but also for whatever we were all going through in the last few years personally. So that's why I say that.
2: Alright, it's just cinema because This movie Mm. does something. I feel like all movies are supposed to do. It taught us something. This movie Mm. teaches you how to deal with grief, right? Grief is something Mm. that things will eventually have to go through. We will all have to deal with the passing of someone we really care about. And this movie shows you human ways of, like, really going through that emotion, how to accept that emotion for what it is, and different ways of dealing with it. So cinema all the way
0: mm. okay
2: sebastian so i'm in between
4: a very strong tune in and this is cinema because there's a lot of just again the cinematography mm. the visuals the score is just phenomenal in this movie this again angela bassett I, I mean she she was like <laughs> gee i have to do a great performance here like i have to <laughs> in my contract um everyone was great the script is awesome uh i only like negatives i i have is like maybe i want a little bit more of Talakan. i want to know more about the culture but like like next day like mm. we we might have that in, the, in his movie so we'll see about that but for this movie i needed maybe a little bit more to know about them so i
3: can
4: mm. i can have a more connection to the conflict because mm. i thought i thought i did think like we were focusing more on like all right let's focus a little bit more on reary let's focus more on everett ross a little bit we're going to focus more on mm. this other stuff here and i wanted more to let's let's just focus more on the conflict we have here even then mm. even though we have we're jumbling all these things at the same time i still thought it was did pretty good um i need more stuff with reary i need to kind of feel i you know see how i feel about her later on and even though no more i love him i still I still a little knew a, a little bit more from it. I need mean, a, little, a little bit more from his story, a little bit more screen time to kind of mm. get more connected with him. But still, even though, like, what mm. we have, it, it was still great. I, I loved everything about, the, like, this movie. But, yeah, it was almost close to being amazing. So I, I'm in between a very strong tune in, I'm for sure. Some mm. of the niggas are more, like, spoilers. <clears throat> I, I can't say right now.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay.
4: Nick?
1: So the entire time leading up to the discussion of this movie, you and I were both in the same boat. Ryan Coogler had an impossible task ahead of him. He had to follow up the absolute cultural juggernaut that is the original Black Panther. And he had to do it without his original main star in the film. Mm -hmm. And then he had to kind of completely shift what the film was going to be about into process this tragic loss and kind of shift a lot of themes about it because this film's themes much like uh, a lot of other projects in the mcu is about grief but i think it's done way better here and for this massive handicap that ryan coogler had leading up into this film he didn't knock it out of the park he decimated that fucking park i adored this movie this is probably one of the best made films in the MCU down from its cinematography, Mm -hmm. its screenplay, something that the original Black Panther was already one of the best, and it improves on that. It gives us this uh, antagonist performance with uh, Tana Suerta's Namor, and the best thing, we see his side things, and he is this constantly engaging and charismatic presence. You want to be on his side, but then he just says that one little thing that's slightly often is like, mm. <laughs> "In not to speak the powerhouse performances, Angela Bassett just eat that fucking Oscar trophy mm. because she 100% deserves it on this film. Letitia Wright, she steps up to the impossible task of having to follow up Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa. And it is one of the best performances in a film I've seen this year, let alone a comic book movie, um, uh, for me, all of the like, uh, weaknesses of the film, like we don't get a lot to, of time in Talo Khan. Uh, again, I think any more time would have distracted from what this film was about, which is this like stages of grief process that characters are going through in, throughout this film and for what it is. It is handled beautifully, and I was sobbing through like a solid two thirds of this movie. This is cinema. If I can like cry throughout the entire runtime of your movie and I want to see it again, this is cinema.
0: Mm. Nice. Um, All right. So we are doing a spoiler review. Spoiler review for Wakanda Forever. This is spoiler thoughts now. Um, Kasem, you want to. was
1: really nuts. Yeah, so it's really nuts when uh, when Jim Carrey's Ace Man turned out to become the new Black <laughs> Panther. It was really insane. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, if if Elijah, he is, he would say, "Oh, and Andrew Garfield shows up; he's the new Black Panther." But if he was here, <laughs> uh, yeah. um, hey, no, going he to would have me.
1: said it during the non-spoiler talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh hey Javon good yeah we're doing spoilers right now so I can understand if you want to head out there Javon good we are doing spoilers right now um we're gonna get into it um so uh Kasem you wanted to talk about some stuff uh in the spoiler discussion uh what did you kind of want to discuss there
2: uh first I wanted to say like what was everyone's favorite part of the movie since we're doing spoilers now mmm mm. I sometimes have to think about it but what was Ooh. your favorite part <laughs> my favorite part <clears throat> when Namor is talking to Queen Ramonda and he's like is there anything I can give you or is there anything that Wakanda can give you you know and he's like no I don't want anything <laughs> 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 like, No, <laughs> 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 like, I'll tell America about you and he goes and then I'll kill the princess and after I'm done <laughs> killing her I'll come to Wakanda and kill you yeah. and I was like that's shit.'" thank you <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is
1: Namor that is Namor to a T. Um For me it is probably like final confrontation between Shuri who has taken the mantle of Black Panther and Namor. Because it, because uh yes, uh yeah, we're in the spoiler section. When Shuri takes the heart shaped herb, it's not Ramonda she sees, it's not T'Challa, which I was I was, like, Mm. kind of relieved that we didn't get a CGI deep fake chat with Bozeman. Instead, we get the return of uh, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger. Mm. It's like,
0: Mm -hmm. girl,
1: we are way more similar than you would like to believe. It's like, are you going to (laughs) be noble or are you going to get shit done? (laughs)
0: Yeah, and apparently they got a hair salon in the afterlife. Apparently he'd been somebody. He'd going to a good. He'd been going to a good hairdresser. They we were touching up
1: them dreads.
0: Yeah, he, he got somebody yeah, working Gee, on them. Look good, uh, <laughs> twisting them. I guess. Auntie. <laughs>
5: uh, what about?
0: Yeah, what about you, Astro? What was your favorite moment?
5: I was I was gonna say that moment just for the fact it was like less about Sherry for me and more about how it feels like to have that realization that maybe the person you don't want to be like, or some mm. attributes you really don't like that you might have. And like, that's not the worst part of it, but it's like what mm. you do with that. Mm. And I actually, I know you said what you said about the deep fake Chadwick, I think mm. like, I went with Howard and stuff too. Cause they have, they named the performing arts center after him now, mm. but part of me wanted that, but I was happy when it, I didn't get it. And, mm. um, like a, a furious seven moment, but, um, no, yeah, it was definitely, it was him, and I think it was exciting for everybody in the theater, too, the the reveal, and it was dope to, to see him. So that was actually my favorite part. Because mm. I think she felt abandoned, which is how she felt in life, and I think that yeah. was, it was good. For, like, you know what I mean? Like, really see that in.
3: Mm. Yeah.
4: Sebastian? Yeah. Uh, Any scene with Angela Bassett is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, her, we'll get it. her
1: fucking black mama talking down to the US.
4: Hell yeah! Like, yes, yes. Here,
1: um, here, here's my switch.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's that scene where she just talks intensely to Okoye, just like grounding her. I'm like, you are strip away from your duty and everything. I was like,
1: oh, mm-hmm. God damn! Right, yeah, th- and I'm so. <laughs> And it's one of the times I'm happy whenever I'm like predicting films and I'm wrong because I thought that scene was gonna be the opening of the film. I thought Mm -hmm. that was gonna be like a flash in between of like this is happening like right at the tail end of the blip and she gets Shuri and T'Challa back right then and there. And I'm so happy I was wrong, but Mm -hmm. because the opening that we do get is so powerful.
4: If man, if I have to pick favorite scene and I'm glad also I'm glad they didn't bring like a CG because yeah. that moment <laughs> my mom, my mom, they were like oh we're going to bring Black Panther about I was like what are they going to do right here I don't know about this I'm glad they didn't go that route but my favorite mm. part was the very very ending of the movie with Shuri at the beach just mm. reminiscing of her brother and just quick clips they showed I was like mm. there's like no music yeah. that was quiet I was like god damn you're going to just... cry right now
1: <laughs> and, and... Finally letting her have this huge emotional Exactly. Yeah, because that's like a common thing in grief. It's like some people just dive into work. They just go into, you know, things they can control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all... did... so, I was
5: going to ask how did it feel to like see her? Because it almost was like a different person when she was mm-hmm. with T'Challa. Kind of, like that younger, almost like obnoxious, bubbly person uh-huh. to like this mm-hmm. more person that she has to be like how was it being that and did that like impact you in any way any of you guys oh it, definitely, it, yeah
1: it felt it felt too real because i've you know i've people and i've you know changed as a result of that grief and and seeing it uh seeing it tackled in this way it felt cathartic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no
4: i love seeing her growth i love seeing how she dealt with grief how it affected her how it affected her relationship with her mom you know and like with, with her loved ones you know how she just mm-hmm. gets en, mm-hmm. enraged and just someone to deal with what would happen I, I thought very raw performance a raw uh, emotional performance from legisha right which I, I loved her in this movie and right the one thing if i'll say the one thing that i was kind of like i don't know about this i need more time to see how i feel about it, is her as black panther now that I'm against mm. the idea of her as Black Panther, it's just hmm. when I see her in the suit and I see her fight, I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> feel well. It's
1: bad. like the whole idea of like the heart-shaped urban like this like gives super strength. It's like it. It doesn't matter if you're like built like Henry Cavill or not. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> it's just, it's more of like let me. I need more time to see mm. like if, in the next appearance whenever that will be. Yeah, I think she'll be cool. See, I want to see her hang out with Peter Parker in one movie. That'll be Uh, fun mm, to see. Yeah, but I I need to see more. What do you guys think about her as as Black Panther? Uh,
0: you know, it it was it was kind of nice. It was seeing her kind of be in the suit. Her, you know, take the herb. Um. I, w- I will say I'm I'm not trying to body shame the girl I mean the girl kind of does look like if she stepped on a crack she'd fall through it, um a little bit like the kind of like in uh, that episode of Family Guy it was like yeah. Kate Moss or something like that she just kind of let the wheeze the wind can kind of just blow her <laughs> just away kind of blew in um, there. you know what I mean uh a little bit but you know I I thought you. Like, it was kind of interesting that, uh, how they handled the battle between her and uh, Namor because I was like, well, how is she going to fight him? Because this dude, I mean, he's probably an expert fighter and she's not really known for that so much. She's mm. just a, a scientist all about that. How is she going gonna, gonna to take care of that? And I think they kind of did that very well. And also, um, mm. between just the Talokans and the Wakandans in general, I thought they'd handle that pretty well because these are two advanced mm. civilizations. How can you compete? You don't want to really downgrade one um,
1: above the other one, mm.
0: even though I I did hear some people yeah, say it, that, yeah,
1: yeah, it yeah, it, it, yeah I kind of th- at first thought that they were trying to like overplay how awesome the Talokan were mm-hmm. by like making Wakanda look weaker by comparison, and, and like towards the third act, I don't thi- I don't think that at all. E- even like conversations like with uh you know our Tolkien white guy and Martin Freeman at the CIA, they're like. Yo, you do not want to engage in Wakanda because mm. that is not going to go well. Um, no.
2: Yeah, case I mean, yeah. One of you- that, that it best, like, um, we've never had to fight anybody, you know, who's also <laughs> had uranium. So this is this is new for them. Had to experience this kind of war. And to be honest, I don't think Wakanda's really that used to war. Like, mm.
5: yeah.
2: I mean they've been so far ahead of people for the longest time they've never really had a fight fight mm. um, who prepared their entire lives to do nothing but this because Namor can remember he physically saw what happened you know or when the colonizers came and what they did so he's been preparing his people for something that he himself experienced mm. mm. first hand it's a little different from when you know Oh, my grandpa says I should train for this because this could possibly happen. And then the grandson, and you know, down on, down on, it kind of gets watered mm-hmm. down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, nah, motherfucker, I seen it.
4: <laughs> so, no, and I love his origin story. I love his complete origin story.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and the actual, like, uh, origin of how he got his name. It's oh, yeah. Just I was like, chills.
4: I'm down with that. I'm down with that idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: uh, Case, I want to ask you. So, do you think they, in any way, kind of weaken the Wakandans in order to compete with the uh, the Talokan tele, uh, or anything like that?
2: The first movies that because think about it, all of the Talokan. How do you say it?
1: Wakandan. Yeah, it's just the Talokan.
2: Okay, everybody. All the all of the Talokans are kind of mutants. Because mm. they're all famous of someone who you know bit from the heart-shaped earth, so they're not. The Wakandans are still human. They're advanced. They're strong. They're smart, mm-hmm. but they're they're human.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: These people live under the pressure of the ocean. Like their bone structure, all of that would be a. They're built different. They're just, yeah, they're built. Different. <laughs> <laughs> they're just built, different. <laughs> just built different. Just built different. Uh-huh. I mean, when you had Okoye um, fighting. Their general and like how when he swung and she blocked it, she had to stab her spear in the ground just to stop and actually block Mm -hmm. the move. He wasn't just magically strong enough to block and take his attack, Mm -hmm. and that was mm,
4: choreography. Oh, the choreography! Yeah, that chore, yeah, the
2: entire that entire scene is
1: amazing, especially because they delve into a lot of horror The because Okoye takes out a couple of the Talakon first. And then this general is just like, "Yeah, go back to Namor. And they just get up, and it was like, <laughs> "Oh, fuck."
5: But, <laughs> you made a good point about how like, what's his name again, Neymar is—he's their no. god. Like he, Neymar, he's like god, literally their god. Not like mm. a not like a god, like literally their god. So like, if you got Jesus on the sideline watching you, you <laughs> might like, you know what I mean? Go hard, so like, <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> like you
5: know. Oh, I mean, Wak- not to like downgrade Wakandans. I definitely think they're about mm. their people, but I think Umbaku saying that, like, we knew it, but I think saying out loud, it was a good point that, like, if you kill this, hurt this man, is not. <laughs> yeah, you know it's like
1: eternal war.
2: I wouldn't have been. A- I'm sorry, Wakanda would have got wiped out. It have- <laughs> so I think because <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> we saw what happened when Namor was barely trying. Oh, really Yeah.
5: If our if it was black, our phone died. But we have like twenty percent.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. So so with the with the Talokians. Um. So because some of them could die, right? If you did certain things, or could they mm-hmm. could die? Like what what did you? Oh. If you drive
2: them, they die. All right. So all of them can die. It's just they're they're basically super soldiers. They're all they all have better. They're just better. <laughs> Just bad.
5: Like, <laughs> of was getting shot at, and he just straight ate it. And then the other, like the lady getting on the helicopter, actually shot and killed. Well, did they die though?
2: Yeah, a few of them did.
5: So I guess oh, it okay. That was. Okay. I was not really sure.
1: But
4: yeah, I'm not sure like how they die or not.
1: I'm... Yeah, cause like yeah, it, it's okay. like okay. yeah, Nakia had to like make us had to use a special gun just to kill one of them.
3: Exactly. So it's like
1: human bullets are probably nothing to them because their skin is so dense from just living in the bottom of the fucking ocean.
4: <laughs> mm. I'm so glad that the tolokins are not just blue people because I, I, uh-huh. I didn't see any trailers, but I saw the pictures and I'm like, are they just gonna be like the Na'vi? What the fuck is this? <laughs> so like, oh. I was like oh, hey, oh, they're thank they're God. like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, like, all right, that's not yeah. the case. Uh. Yeah. <clears throat>
5: I talked to We talked about it last night, too. I think to add to your point, I completely agree. But it was kind of like in Prentice and the Frog when Tiana's like, she's black, but she's like a frog the whole time. Or Soul, like, okay, he's black, but he's a blue blob. Like, I think, especially mm. for that is Mexican or has herida- her- heritage in Mexico, it's cool to see them as blue, but it's also like nice to see yourself represented. And like, at the end, mm-hmm. like, she would be blue and then tone depending on like where the water was. I thought that was like, cool. Yeah, I agree.
4: Yeah. I also love how No More to dropped the mutant. we like, oh, I'm a mutant. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Man, the X-Men, where are they going to show <laughs> up? Like,
1: I think that's the first, <laughs> so, so, first time. Yeah, it's like glad that we didn't get the... Uh, it's. I think it's the second time they said mutant in the MCU because the very end of Miss they they dropped it for the first mm. time. Yeah. It
4: was like, yeah. all right, you're going to keep teasing it. What's, what's oh, going to happen? Yeah. Go. <laughs> so glad we
1: didn't get a uh, fucking X-Men-themed needle drop.
2: Oh,
0: because
1: yeah, that would have yeah. just completely distracted. Yeah. <laughs> What'd would, uh, would
0: you say, case? I'm sorry. What'd you say?
2: That would, when Kamala Khan said that, well, when the guy said that she was a mutant at the end of Miss um, Marvel, that was the final nail in the coffin for the Inhumans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They're done. Actually, <laughs> mad. Hey, if you want to get mad at Kevin
1: Foggy, get mad at Jeff Lowe because he fucked that up for y'all. <laughs> I mean no
2: just stuck. I'm sorry. he sucked for a long time. Black Bolt. <laughs> but a hey, Black Bolt did have it, a great Black mouth.
0: Black Bolt did that have mouth. A good, uh, Black Bolt oh, yeah, did have a yeah, good Black comeback boy. in Dr. Strange. Did he know? Well, I mean before did he know? before he, his head got turned into a souffle, um he did have a he did have a, <laughs> he's pretty cool in that a little bit.
2: Um yeah,
0: it scary, boys. Um Kasim, you mentioned, so now we're into spoilers, you mentioned that the character that shows up with Ever Ross brought to MCU, what do you, what did you kind of like about that um, stuff?
2: So that told us 100% that she's kind of, she's taking over um, General Thunderbolt's position, so Mm. when we get to, I really see her leading. There's a whole big rumor that, I don't know if it's been confirmed in that, that Harrison Ford is going to take over. Yeah, that's
1: Yeah, that's confirmed. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford is uh, Everett Ross in the MCU going forward. But I think, you know, it's nice seeing her and seeing this, like, uh, again, because Julia Louis-Dreyfus is one of the great comedic actors. And having her play this role where she is essentially Marvel's Amanda Waller, it it is just so fun seeing her chew-up scenery.
2: Somebody else brought this up, so it is not my idea, but... (laughs) With Harrison Ford, I think his dude named Nando cuts. With Harrison Ford coming, like that's a big signing. I don't see him doing multiple movies, but I think he's going to be the main antagonist of the movie Thunderbolts. I think the team is going to be a team put together to go finish him off. I think he's mm. going to go to Red Hulk. Um, mm. Yeah,
0: oh. yeah. Sebastian, what did you think about Julia Leah Dreyfus coming in in this? Uh,
4: so I was very surprised that I didn't. I don't know if they leaked it or not, but I was, when she showed mm. it, I was like, oh shit, and I liked her connection with Everett Ross, like, they used to be married at one point, and I was like, oh, that's a cool little info, little
1: there. Um, just the was... nonchalant, just the nonchalant <laughs> shit talking, it was like, yeah, it's oh, yeah. like an eight-hour drive to DC, yeah, we have plenty of time to talk.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and their chemistry was pretty cool, I was like, All right. I can see, like, there was this relationship that, you know, they're not amicable right now, they're not in good terms right now, mm. but they still care about each other in somewhat, if they can say that. Um, but I was nervous. I just
1: love the turn it's like right? <laughs> that, listen it's terrific on <laughs> as she pulls handcuffs out of the kitchen drawer which did she have those did she like put the put them in that drawer just to
2: pull them out at that moment
4: <laughs> probably I guess we're like to act uh, like it seems like she's normal for Cross maybe but once she showed up I was a little bit nervous I'm not gonna lie because the other appearances that we've seen her she's more like a comedic kind of almost kooky character mm-hmm. i was like uh oh, we don't need this for Wakanda forever we don't need this for this very serious movie but i it was pretty toned down for this movie mm. you know she had her moments of like you know some some cool little jokes but they weren't like extravagant or like mm. ooh, look at me she wasn't trying to steal that yeah, She was pretty yeah there yeah out. there was
1: a i think there was an undertone of menace with her entire scene mm-hmm. with most of her scenes because we because Everett Ross is on Wakanda's side he's like leaking info to them and she is the director of the CIA so there's like this undercurrent of tension and i wonder how much of like all of those comedic moments are just to throw off Ever- throw off Ross and just to try to get him to break
4: Exactly, and this is the first time I actually felt intimidated by her, because the other appearances were like, eh, mm. listen, to, she might be just a funny leader, but I was like, oh shit. yeah, it, it, yeah
1: Her appearances in in, uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I just felt, oh, cool, it's so cool to see Julia Lurie Dreyfus get to mm-hmm. chew up scenery in the MCU, especially as as this universe is analog to Amanda Wall.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, but yeah, I, I liked her and she wasn't like, Cool, like trying to steal scenery, she wasn't like trying to do anything like like.
2: Well, annoying, she was th- but she was, she was cool. Oh, I would knew you knew she was badass. Oh, you knew
0: she. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, really? <laughs> real quick, uh, <laughs> another uh, big kind of thing that was in this movie, and I liked how this movie it wasn't trying to throw too much into it. Um, but there is a mid credit scene in this movie. Um, in mm-hmm. the mid credit scene, right. um, which I kind of heard a leak that that was kind of going to happen uh that T'Challa did have a son with Nakia Lupita character um what did you all think about Shit that?
1: I would have been trying to clap <laughs> shit I would have been clapping those cheeks non-stop if I were him <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: I mean my thoughts on that I was the first thing I thought when he said his name I was like wait is he gonna replace Black Panther uh, in like 20 years down the line like, is he gonna be the new T'Challa what's mm-hmm. going on here I mean, boy, I did like the reveal. I, I was pretty, mm. well, I mean, three on the rafts, for sure. Yeah, I, I, it's I, like, like
1: that. yeah, all, all those thoughts of him eventually becoming Black Panther, none of that crossed my mind. It felt more like this, like a final goodbye to uh, Chadwick Boseman. It felt like the final nail in the coffin for that character, and just this, this uh, eulogy for him. Mm. Oh,
4: yeah, and the kid's adorable, by the way, He's- Yes, yeah.
2: cool.
1: yeah, he
4: fucking is. Um,
2: <laughs> what did you think? All right, <laughs> Kasem asked. I completely. All right, I completely think that kid had nothing to do with like a goodbye to with. I think that mm. kid was before the point of saying that. Hey, um, T'Chall will still be here as a character because a, mm. the, a lot of people are saying, "Hey, let's cast him," is because he is a very strong and important character for. Mm. Black males, like I remember, mm-hmm. my nephew was so. Black Panther came out, like he was six at the time. He was, he was like, "Oh, he's so cool, Uncle!" You know, like he saw himself in it, and in that. So, by having this kid come and still have the name T'Challa, you can continue that legacy without, you know, erasing Chadwick. You can honor Chadwick, but still keep the legacy of T'Challa.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And what I love about
3: mm. that
4: scene, again, like, this whole movie didn't feel like a Marvel movie for me. And that big credit scene is, like, a, a good example of that. Because it didn't feel like a stinger for what's coming up next. It was like, <laughs> oh, my God, Kang yeah, the Conqueror's? It wasn't like, me? like, what? It was like,
1: yeah, it wasn't a, hey, it's Blorka, it's me, Balorka, kind of post credit scene. Yeah,
4: right? It wasn't like, oh, Kang the Conqueror's just hanging out at the beach. Or uh, someone else is like, we need to talk. You know, It wasn't that kind of scene. So I love it was just a part of the movie, a part of the story. that was it no big stingers anything so i for a movie like itself it was a cool conclusion Mm -hmm. for that movie so it was
0: nice um astrid uh i want to ask you a question i asked casem this um and to get his opinion but um i had a, a thought about like you know as much as this movie does have a strong female presence I thought a little bit it was lacking as Caseon was, you know, talked about his nephew and seeing, you know, having a black boy, mm-hmm. seeing a black male character in T'Challa and having that be representation of him. Do you think the movie at all what, what kind of forever was lacking a little in male, black male representation? Do you think that was lacking at all or
5: I think like in comparison to the first one or just in general?
0: Um, well I guess both. And I guess a little bit in comparison cuz obviously is now gone. Um, you know, and yeah. everything. I guess in comparison to the first one, I guess.
5: Yeah, I would definitely say in comparison it felt like I wouldn't say any of the movie felt like it lacked, but I definitely feel like that like camaraderie that came around for young boys and just like the Halloween part of it and just feeling excited about a character. I definitely do feel bad that that didn't happen this movie, mm. but I think in 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 general in the black community especially with gun violence and things unfortunately it is like a real consequence and i think it's something that a lot of young black men are familiar with um in terms of maybe a role model or someone leaving or not being there like something happening or tragedy i don't think funerals are anything that are like uncommon unfortunately and uh, though like we go to the movies to escape i think it's something that a lot of people can identify with so i think the women being and filling those roles is like actually really accurate to what happens in real life and it does feel like lack but that's like the point like it is missing like a woman can't be can't fill the roles that a man does in that way so unfortunately you know I think that's just how it felt when Chadwick died and I think that's something that um you know will change it was nice to have M'Baku like I feel like he broke the ice his joke of like you bald-headed demon like that was the first <laughs> yeah. laugh yeah of- <laughs> that I-
3: so
5: that was nice but I- it was a perspective I didn't think about that much as a woman but I still think it's really important that um you know because T'Challa was like we liked him because he was strong and stuff it was more about who he mm-hmm. was as a kid. um but, I, I, like, I didn't mean to, like, make it like that. But I think it's something, unfortunately, that we can identify with just, like, grief. So um, I think the women being strong and coming together was, like, very intentional in that way.
2: You honestly just made me think of something. So, like, growing up, my mom is very outspoken, very upfront. But my dad on the other side is very sit back, he'll make a couple of jokes and just super chill. But I never looked at mm-hmm. my dad and like, oh, you weren't, like, a strong, you know, male role model. I think we're so used to seeing, like, all right, if this person's going to be a role model or a good representation, they have to be in the lead of everything. But seeing that Mbako was perfectly fine being here, being the theory, right? Mm-hmm. And he played the role, he did everything he was supposed to do very well. And I think that's still very good representation. Maybe we have to look a bit differently at it than what we're used to, but mm-hmm. I think it does the same. He's still a strong representation for like young African-American males. And then at the end of the movie, he came. He's like, uh, he's busy. I'm here to challenge to be king. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm. yeah. uh, that was beautifully said uh, by the both of you. Yeah. Uh, very beautifully said. Um So um, you bring up that scene with M'Baku challenging for the king. So is it going to be a situation where there's going to be a new ruler of Wakanda. It's not going to be Shuri, and Shuri's just going to be the Black Panther, mm-hmm. or is she just gonna, or is she going to be both the ruler and the Black Panther? What, what do you
1: guys think about that? I, think about that. Hmm. I, don't
3: where I,
4: I don't know.
1: I I think just from uh just off the off of this film, I feel like she's more. Yeah, I'm the Black Panther. I'm the protector, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm still not ready to rule. I think is like one of her big arcs because I think a lot of this film is about her uh, actually processing and dealing with the loss of her brother and eventually of uh, Queen Ramonda, and having to accept that responsibility of having to get past a lot of her hang up out you know just faith in general because i think that's a huge allegory with the heart-shaped herb because she is very much technologically focused it says the black panther is a relic in her saying no wakanda needs this
0: mm.
1: yeah um what percent he, he could be the ruler
0: yeah are you getting low on the percentage there uh case or-
2: uh, we're about to log
0: off before
2: um it cuts mm. off.
0: Okay. we uh, well, I'll let you guys sign off. Um, pimp your stuff and your links and your socials, if you want to do that, real quick. The case.
2: stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh.
5: Anyway, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I think you all have really interesting perspectives, and it's nice to like talk about it a little bit deeper than just like the spectacles. So this is this is cool. <laughs> I appreciate. Okay. Making the space. Oh yeah,
2: you guys have great perspectives. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. I love nerding out and geeking out with people of like-minded.
0: <laughs> oh
3: yeah! Oh <laughs> yeah!
2: Yeah. It was it
0: was a pleasure having you guys on. Love, uh, thank you for coming on, Kasim. Thank you for inviting Astrid. You guys were terrific and wonderful. I'd love to have you guys on again. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, thank man. You. Have a great day. Good night. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night. Um. All right. Um. So, is there any guys anything else you guys wanted to discuss, spoiler wise? For uh, see, I, I want to get into a big one this is one one of
4: my mm. it's,
0: it's not like a negative, it's like a
4: gripe or something. I don't know, I'm still processing this. Uh, it's uh, Ramunda's death. That's something I'm still mm. wrapping my head around because it kind of felt a little bit unceremoniously like the actual death, not like the you know mm. whatever. It's just like when it happened, it, I it felt like the movie didn't hint like this was gonna happen because I thought, like oh, she's gonna just uh, get re reach, she's mm. gonna get out, we're gonna be fine. And then it's like, yeah. oh, no, he died. I'm like, oh, wait, what? She's mm. dead? Wait, what happened here? It, it didn't feel like it was leading up to that event. It just felt like it mm. just happened. And I was like, oh, goddamn. And and I don't know if it takes away or is it too, too much of mm. an impactful event. Because we already have, like, T'Challa's gone. Sure. We have, like, no more all this stuff happening. And then we have her gone. Like, sure, he's alone. Like, there's no more... Like the the the, the Chala family's gone basically. And I'm like, goddamn. Mm-hmm. I mean, still as impactful It's a very shocking death, but I was I was still more. I would have wanted maybe a, a uh, maybe a more gracefully handled. I think. But mm-hmm. still, like the funeral, everything leading up before that or after went on. Well, but yeah,
1: yeah. I I think for the story that this movie is telling about grief, about Shuri getting to her absolute lowest point prior to you know where the film eventually resolves because because prior to after Raimunda's death Shuri is on a quest for vengeance with mm-hmm. which which Killmonger rightfully points out. He's like everything I did was for revenge. So why are you seeing me right now? True. And and the conversation kind of cuts off and then we see a flashback of I want to hear Namor beg before I kill him. Mm. And it's this very dark turn for the character of Shuri that I don't think we really saw before. But then those final moments of this isn't good for anybody. It's like we'll look out for Talokan, but don't fuck with Wakanda. <laughs>
4: mm. Now, I, like, I guess, like her death was like again was very impactful. It's just <laughs> the way, like her act, how he actually died. It was like uh, I don't know. It still wasn't that wasn't a bad death or anything. It's just I mean, mm. it didn't. I don't know. It wasn't handled. as... Yeah, bad.
1: It, it's Basically. yeah. It, for me, character sudden character deaths are only like poorly handled if they don't impact the story after that. If they don't impact any of the characters. If they don't inform somebody's arc throughout the screenplay of the film, which is why I think the screenplay of this film is probably like top three of Marvel. Period. Oh, um. Right. Because that death so form Shuri's arc and towards the third act of the film.
4: Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I guess maybe this it's more of a personal thing, but I, mm. even though we kind of did see this later, you know, we saw her in the uh, ancestral plane. But I would have loved if she had like a last conversation with her in the ancestral plane when she got the mm. uh, the heart shape. What's it called again?
0: Heart shaped er, Yeah, the heart shaped herb.
4: Yeah, I would have loved if she one final conversation, kind of a good send-off for Angela Bassett's character, and then we get back to it, but that's fine. It's, it's, it's only a, a personal thing for me. Mm. I still love the twist with uh, Pillmonger coming back. I love that, and, and, I, it, and what it means to her, Shuri's character. was still good. It's kind of sad that we also didn't get a resolution between uh, Ramunda and Okoye, because you know, they kind of left in bad terms and didn't get that resolved. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's sad. Yeah, but, that's...
1: That's sad. Yeah, but... That's also life and, and yeah, death. True. sometimes you don't yeah. get to you don't get those goodbyes. No, you don't like get that. to that's resolve like, everything. Which it yeah, like, oh, it's
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought that yeah, I thought that was I thought about that too, Sabay. I was really sad considering you know, they never had any resolution there. I thought that was pretty sad. Her yeah. and Okoye, yeah. okoye
4: was like super distraught about, I was like, God damn, like you know, yeah. like Wakanda means a lot to her and been serving Wakanda means a lot to her. Yeah. Into, like her queen, like someone that she looked up to, like to kind of just talk to her like that and, and get that resolved. I was like, God damn, that's super sad. That's super sad. Uh, but I also, I hope Akoya's iron suit doesn't come back. That shit looked bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I> was, <that laughs> iron Man. That's, suit, I was like, that, yeah, that's.
1: Yeah, that suit is not. is It's not a high point for Marvel. No. It, it's it Very rarely has Marvel actually missed when it came to costume design and yeah it, it had to happen eventually
4: <laughs> <laughs> i thought she wasn't gonna wear because i love how at the beginning she was like that shit looks ugly i'm like all right she's not gonna wear it <laughs> and like, yeah. no she's actually gonna wear it like, oh. i thought it was <laughs> just gonna
0: be handed to M- M- michaela cole's character i thought uh not mm, her yeah but, uh,
4: that would have been cool actually i think that would have been
1: better if it's if mm. it, still, it still look? yeah bad. because it felt like a co- yeah it, I felt like uh, Michaela Cole's character was more like leaning away from tradition. It's like, if this works better. Why not do it? It was like how she's not using the spear throughout the film as Adora.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought it would have worked better, but we also didn't get much with Michaela Cole prior to uh, her prior to giving them the, the blue predator suit. Right. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I literally have no idea what else to call it. That's literally yeah, what it is. Yeah, it looked is.
4: like a blue butter suit. Yeah. i was like, please don't make this come back in the, the next movie or the next appearance with a suit. Like, I don't I don't need to see that again. Yeah, this, you know, what? yeah,
1: Marvel. This is like one of, yeah, this is like one of the times where your your shameless need to sell toys is gonna like right. work in your favor because we those suits need an upgrade. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, maybe I'm also the minority, but I also I was also glad the ending. They were like, oh, the Iron Heart suit, it's not coming back. I was
1: like. Good. Think yeah, that, that suit anyway. isn't coming back. Yeah, yeah like, that suit isn't good. coming back. Did
0: you not like that suit?
1: either? I like the look of the suit.
4: Nah, mm. I mean it looked better because I saw a picture before me, but it looks better in life, you know, when it's actually movement. But it, 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 like the whole heart shape thing in the back—I don't need that. I don't.
0: I don't know. Oh. I like more. I think that's kind of like her name, Iron Heart. Yeah, I think that's kind of like her thing. That's, that's that's like her thing but I was like,
4: I don't know. Maybe in the Disney Plus show, it'll be a, a more slim suit. It looks a little bit better, more toned down. But uh, no, actually, I like the how they focus a little bit on the Dormulogy. They, they kind of flush them out a little bit. I, I like that because we always see them in maybe the background, maybe doing something, but to see them more more stuff in here, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I love this. I like seeing that.
1: Yeah. yeah, and seeing the actual culture of the Dorm, you know, uh, some of them in their lives outside of that, uh, especially mm-hmm. with a uh, Michaela Cole, I thought was really nice touch. Even if it yes. was a tad underdeveloped, my taste.
4: Yeah, no, it, it, was, it was. It was. very nice. Obviously, yeah. There's a lot of characters that I didn't feel as like a complete like a uh, negative for me. But yeah, hopefully we get to see her back in some point in the future because I really liked her and I want to see her flesh out more. But yeah, it's just well, a little
0: bit that we saw from Dolar Malachi, it's like, oh,
4: this is nice. It's okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: there is that uh wakanda series coming um so that i think that's like a disney plus oh right that is still coming out um they're still doing that i believe the wakanda series um
4: okay i forgot about that so that's that's good to hear (laughs) Uh, nice
0: um all right so that was black panther wakanda forever